What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Bull Take Podcast. Of course, you know your host, Austin Wader here, Austin Hill, and a very special guest with us today, the winner of our tournament challenge, the Carter Valance. Carter, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I, I, bet, I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> so, so let's just dive into it. For those of you that do not know, Carter is a big, my, a major Miami Heat fan and a major Giants fan. So, just your your Heat have kind of been struggling yeah. during the season. What what are your thoughts on the year for them? Well, I had some I had some doubts at the beginning, but we dealt with a lot of injuries, and just as we were starting to get good, we lose uh, like ten out of our last sixteen, I think, <laughs> including a loss to the Timberwolves last night. Yikes. One of the worst teams in the league. And uh, I just think Jimmy Butler can't really do it all. And watching their games, that's what it seems like. He yeah. doesn't get much help. Yeah, I was about to say. But also, Victor Aldifo's out. You know, y'all trying to copycat the Pacers with your jerseys and then stealing Victor Aldifo from us. I mean, I mean, I get it. You want to be like the Pacers. That's fine by me. So, y'all y'all can do y'all. Uh, you want to talk to him about the NBA, Austin Hill? You got one? Uh, well, I will say – I firsthand experienced exactly the whole Jimmy Butler dilemma. Uh, Chicago just decided, oh, Jimmy Butler's good. Now we'll trade out Derrick Rose and get rid of Pau Gasol, and we'll just let Jimmy Butler play by himself. And then we went to the playoffs one time. Um, and I think Jimmy Butler's got dealt that hand his entire career. I think that every team he gets on thinks Jimmy Butler can play defense, Jimmy Butler can play offense, Jimmy Butler is the centerpiece of our entire team. And so, you know, even in Philadelphia, Joel Embiid on and off the court with uh, health issues, and then Ben Simmons can't play a lick of offense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just think that he hasn't really gotten a situation where if the Heat get in the way they were playing in the playoffs last year, this is a great oh, team. Oh, yeah, Def- uh, definitely. Mean, they made a finals run, a lot of that same roster there, and even better. So I don't think all hope is lost, but you got to play team ball with Jimmy Butler. That's what he's about. I just think if it's – I think they said have they confirmed – they haven't confirmed if Victor's out for the year yet. No, wait, we're waiting on a report now, actually. I was about to say, if he, if y'all get him back, that defense front court, I mean, I, th- I think it, I think y'all could still make a shot at the playoffs because the East is all over the place this year. I mean, the yeah. Atlanta Hawks are a playoff team right now. They're so like fourth seed. They're yeah. a fourth seed? I didn't right even know now, that. So. Hey, okay. Yeah. I know JJ's smiling. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now I want to talk a little bit about your Giants. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, Steelers, despite us being terrible last year, we managed to beat y'all well, fully so, healthy. So did most other fully. teams. Uh, Bears also barely beat them. But however, they were the ones that also injured Saquon, so I don't know if there's any tension between between the two right now. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, what did what were your thoughts on the Giants? I, I want to ask you about Week 17 and how mad you were about that Eagles-Washington football well, game. I will say to start before I get started with uh, my little rant, we didn't deserve to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, sure. six and ten. But the <laughs> fact that there was a chance for us to get in there, and Doug Peterson wants to throw in what what I don't even remember the guy's I think it was name. Nate Sudfield. 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 Yeah, yeah, Nate Sudfield. Jalen Hurts is killing it. They sub in that guy, blow the game, and knock us out of the playoffs, and let the Washington football team. Get into the playoffs. The team with no name. Yikes. I was a little mad about that, I will say. <laughs> but things are looking up for this season. You know, the Kenny Galladay signing. I'm very, very happy looking at our offense right now, especially with Saquon coming back from an ACL. Okay. Yeah. 
How do you feel about QB though? That's that's always like the big thing with Daniel Jones. I've heard rumors, y'all. I've heard some rumors that the Giants might try to trade up for a QB. I, I, not not a lot. I've just heard a little bit about that. Well, I've been saying pretty much this whole last season that Daniel Jones is on very thin ice, <laughs> and I'm just waiting to see how long it takes before he's gone. I don't see him in a Giants jersey for a long time. Sadly, I like the pick. Right. Uh, not how early it was, but I liked him coming out of Duke. <laughs> yeah, maybe six overall isn't the best spot. <laughs> Especially when we had other first-round picks. But yeah. I liked him at first, but the turnovers are killer. He doesn't know how to hold on to a football is another thing. No, his. he doesn't. But I will say if there's, like, one positive we all, was y'all went six and ten and almost made the playoffs in the terrible division. And y'all didn't have Saquon. So, yeah, y'all get Saquon back, which – which I think will be helpful. Y'all can make a playoff run, maybe. Don't you agree, Austin? Absolutely, yeah. I think that Saquon Barkley is an X-Factor player in this league. He's a difference maker. And like you said, 6-10 and 10 nearly in the playoffs without uh, Saquon Barkley. And that's due to Doug Peterson's shenanigans. <laughs> um, that's not even necessarily the most fair way to be knocked out of the playoffs. So uh, I think with Saquon Barkley, there's a great chance this team can make a run and still what's a pretty weak. Uh, NFC East. Yeah, uh, I, I, w- I will say that that division is always weak. It's either nine and seven or eight and eight that wins you that division. I don't care. I don't care who you are. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, now I want to ask you: NFL draft is, I think, what basically two weeks yeah. away. Is there, if there was a QB that you think that if you were like the Giants were to pull off a huge shocker and trade up for a QB, is there any specific one you want, you know, besides obviously Trevor Lawrence? We're not going to get Trevor Lawrence, obviously. <laughs> College football's golden boy. That's that golden, golden hair, beautiful hair. Um, I guess if I were going to trade for one, I'd go Zach Wilson at the two. I don't know if the Jets would be willing to trade out of that with what we have to offer. That would be nice, but I, I like our pick right now at the 11 for the draft, and I think uh, most mock drafts I've seen have a skid in Micah Parsons, Penn State linebacker, which I love the pick. But in my dreams, you, I think Waddle I know, or yeah. Smith falls to eleven, <laughs> and we get one of those Bama receivers. I was about to say you have you have told me you've wanted the Giants to take a yeah. take a wide take a wide receiver there. We could oh. use some help on defense, but Galladay, Darius Slayton, and Jalen Waddle doesn't sound too bad to me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I will say that. But then again, your defense, I think, also kind of helped carry y'all that second half of the year with everyone kind of stepping up. the reason we got six wins. Yeah, especially with that one game against the Seahawks when y'all shut down Russell Wilson last year. Now that now that was a complete shocker. We, I start, we started Colt McCoy that game, too. Colt, Colt McCoy. <laughs> what a legend. But, yeah, but uh, so let's say y'all get – Jalen Waddle or whoever you want in the draft. Do you think the Giants could make a playoff push this upcoming year? I think we could. I think we could easily make the playoffs because, like y'all said, very weak division, very easy to win. The Cowboys yeah. are hyped up as they are every year, and every we year. all know they're yeah. not going to win games. <laughs> Nine and seven. I can see best. us making the playoffs. Probably not going too far in the playoffs. Obviously, with Daniel Jones is still going to be our quarterback. Or if we do trade up for the quarterback, I just don't see us making it far that right now but i do see a bright future for the team okay okay i could i could see that as well maybe maybe someone's teaching daniel jones how to not fumble a football right now maybe no, i thought that last year too he said he went <laughs> to some camp and had like 30 more turns went to a camp worked on how not to fumble and he just kept on fumbling it yeah so um let's just i guess i'll just ask you straight up um uh, 
your thoughts um, on the Giants overall offseason. Like you said, y'all got Kenny Galladay. Y'all got several decent pieces. Um, Do you think – what do you think overall of Kenny Galladay? Do you think that was like your favorite signing of all? Oh, that was by far my favorite. As soon as the offseason started, me and uh, my friend Drew, also a very strong Giants fan, we were always talking and texting about when's Galladay going to sign, when's Galladay going <laughs> to sign. And he kept meeting with these other teams after he met with us who we were getting very scared. Then one day, I'm at a gas station on my way to Florida, going to the bathroom, and my phone vibrates and I look down, and Kenny Galladay's going to the Giants. And I jumped up and ran around and cheered. I was <laughs> jumped up, ran around a random gas station yeah. bathroom. <laughs> Very happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bet. Uh, you got anything you want to add on that, Austin Hill? Uh, so when we were talking about the draft, I agree that, you know, I think the Giants should be comfortable at 11. I think with Daniel Jones, you might as well do what, from personal experience, the Bears did with Mitchell Trubisky. He's a guy that, you know, even if you don't like him, he knows the offense. It might be better for your team to help him play, especially with a better overall offense around him, I would say. David Montgomery and Allen Robinson are great players, and I love them in Chicago. But overall as a whole in uh, in New York, there's a much better offense there. And so I think letting Daniel Jones, you know, at least finish the year and using pick 11 right here to take what I think a linebacker, I had Nick Colton in our original mock draft, but a receiver too. Just something to help build this team. And, yeah, maybe even getting another weapon for Daniel Jones. But I think might as well let him finish out this last season and then look for something else. Maybe so. I've also heard, you know, defense, linebacker, wide receiver. I've also heard maybe offensive lineman, even though y'all picked Andrew Thomas fourth overall last year. Would, would you be mad if y'all got a lineman at 11? I wouldn't say I'd be mad necessarily. But with this year's uh, offensive line class, I guess, the two, maybe three that I would even want are probably going to be gone. Uh, with uh, I'm guessing one of those is Panay Sewell. Panay Sewell <laughs> and uh, Rashawn Slater, I believe is his name. Maybe I'm thinking somebody else. But, yeah, I don't really – after last year picking the fourth best offensive tackle first, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't really like our like, past experiences with picking up linemen. I think we can either – sign in the offseason, uh, or pick a little later in the draft. Okay. I could say – I will say that, yeah, that was a little bit of a shocker y'all picked him. But also, Sam Pittman coached him. And you know Sam Pittman's an amazing coach. So, yeah. sure. So, well, surely. He did catch a, a two-point conversion this year. That was about his only – He got a two-point conversion this year? Yes. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Well, we, we still lost the game, so it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a big deal, but – I was about to say, but any fat guy touchdowns like must watch TV. So that's the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> well, he's only a rookie. He he's he's got he's got some time. He's got time. He's got time to, and hopefully you know he'll maybe block for Daniel Jones this year. Maybe hopefully. with with more experience. Yeah. So I want to go uh, back to NBA real quick. What are your overall thoughts? I mean, we talked about Miami. Is there like your overall thoughts on the year? You know, anything that surprised uh, you? Any well, big thing? Oh, that was my phone. I am so sorry. <laughs> Real professional. <laughs> Thought but, I turned uh, it off. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I will say about this NBA season, and maybe I'm a little biased with the Heat that are playing like uh, 15 games in 19 days or something. I don't really like this whole shortened season thing. Uh, it seems like maybe obviously there's injuries every year, but I'm seeing a lot more people getting injured 
people uh, being quarantined. I think that may be due to the how quick we just jumped right into the season, especially with teams that went far in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, that, like that Jamal Murray recently tearing his ACL. That was an table. absolute killer for Denver. Cause I honestly yeah. thought they could have gone far in the playoffs. I could see them beating the Lakers after the Aaron Gordon trade with how they looked after getting him. I expected them to go really far, but losing Jamal Murray is a big loss, and I don't yeah. think they're going to go far now. And then Donovan Mitchell just got injured yesterday. I don't think they said it was severe. I don't his, think. Uh, it's X-rays, just a sprain. Yeah, his X-rays and his MRI came back negative. So okay, it's right. just probably going to be a little bit of time that he. Okay, that's that. That's good. That that's good for him. But uh, Mark Cuban was very vocal about that same opinion. He said, you know, they voted unanimously to shorten the season, but also to compress the season to make it take less days. And he says he thinks that that's part of the reason that they're having this issue. And you know, he personally feels like this wasn't a good idea for these owners to make this decision. Yeah, yeah, I I, I will agree with that. I think it was what like first last game for the finals was in. October, November was it? I think. Yeah. And then the yeah. and then the season started in what? December. December. Like yeah. A month and a half later. That yeah, that that that's a little far. Just begin a whole new season. That's a little bit cutting it close. Uh, Especially for teams like the Lakers and Heat, who played every single game and are used to three months. Yeah, yeah three months a three month difference between, between yeah. finals and next season yeah I, I i will agree with that that it just seems kind of ridiculous but i think the way i think they thought of it was they want to try to get the schedule back to normal and i think if they condensed it then they could have maybe a little bit extra than the three month period maybe to get back to that normal schedule and then get back to everything normal you know as long as things around the world start to get stay getting better hopefully yeah. so uh I, I now i want to ask you do you have a Finals prediction yet? Do you see the heat coming out of the East still? <laughs> Sadly, my finals prediction is not going to include the Miami Heat, but I'm also going to say the Nets don't make the finals. Hey, smart man. That's Me neither. That's what I'm saying. Because uh, I think Ben Simmons said it best the other day, even though I'm not a big Ben Simmons fan, especially of late. He seems to talk a lot. Yeah, saying he should be defensive player of yeah, the year. Which is Bam out of bio, by the way. If but Victor hadn't gotten hurt, he would have. Like he said, there's only one ball, and you have to play defense too. And I, when the Heat have played against the Nets, I think those have been Bam Adebayo's most dominant games because especially down low, their defense is one of the weakest I've seen. So my finals prediction, I have the 76ers coming out of the East. Okay. Those finals led by Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris, not Ben Simmons. I'm a big Tobias Harris fan. I, I love Tobias Harris. I, yeah. I put him as their second best player over Simmons. He's played fantastic this season. Yeah. I still miss him on the Clippers. Brother. I still yeah. miss him on the Clippers. He was so helpful for us. And uh, out of the West, I want to say the Clippers, but yeah. as of, come on, you can do it. You can do it. Uh, <laughs> Like uh, Charles Barkley actually said a couple nights ago on TNT, the Clippers have never been good. And I think it's going to stay that this way. That's why this I don't year. like Charles Barkley. <laughs> uh, the Clippers are playing great, especially Paul George of late with Kawhi out. Yeah. But I'm going to say that the Utah Jazz. Wow, Utah. will play the 76ers in the final. I like that pick. Yeah. Um, you know, Don Mitchell's injury is not that bad, so he'll be back. I think as long as he's back. My original pick was the Nuggets, I will say, before Jamal yeah, Murray. I, would, I was going to pick the Nuggets, too, before if he had not, if Jamal Murray hadn't gotten injured. I would love to see Jokic versus Embiid in the finals, but that, I don't. That'd that, be a great matchup, but I don't think it's going to happen. 
yeah, top two for MVP. That that w- that would have been really good. But yeah. Jazz, not, not going with the Lakers. No. You don't think no. once they get everybody no. healthy, they're going on a run? No. <laughs> I I love seeing the smaller team. I would much rather be the Jazz or Suns than the Lakers. Yeah, the I agree. I agree. I love watching the smaller teams that with less fans. Those uh, small market teams go all the way. Okay. Uh, you got an updated finals pick, Austin Hill, or is it, is it similar to Carter's? Um, you know, I think I still got Milwaukee coming out of the East. I like Philadelphia. I made a bold prediction last time we were on the podcast, and I said I didn't think the Nets would make it to the conference finals. I'm going to stand by that opinion. Uh, they probably they'll probably go to the conference finals, but but you just you just need that bold opinion well, yeah, so that way I, you can say I told you so. That way, you know, <laughs> if it does happen, I can be like, well, I told you. They were not going to the conference finals. And out of the West, you know, I I was I believe I did pick the Lakers when we made this uh, our original predictions. But, you know, injuries and throwing together a roster at the trade deadline and the waiver deadline to bring in all those free agents, um, I think that that's been – that's going to be terrible for the Lakers. Yeah. Andre Drummond uh, has played terribly in his yeah. games. And when he's not playing terribly, he's been hurt. And then, you know, when are you going to get LeBron back? When are you going to get AD back? And when are you going to get all these new guys to play together? Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that the chemistry might not be there. And then on top of that, they're going to slip to a 5-6 seed yeah. maybe before this is over. And, you know, you better hope they don't <laughs> slip to a 7 and have to play for a chance to play in the playoffs. Oh, if they, the play-in tournament. if they were in the play-in tournament, then the views for the play-in game would go up like crazy. Because they they'd probably end up playing the Warriors. Yeah. The Warriors so, are right outside the yeah. playoff. They, right uh, they might get – and that that might hurt because you got guys coming back from injury, learning how to play together. And then even if you win that game, that's an extra game that other people aren't – extra two games that people yeah. aren't playing. Um, so I think that this is really going to hurt the Lakers. And so I think uh, Phoenix – Oh, make Phoenix. a nice run at it. I like Phoenix. Devin like Booker and Chris Paul are looking good together, and Mike Bridge is having the career right now. This this season is how his career is supposed to be: lockdown defender and a bucket for his team, just to get a good scoring off the ball kind of guy. Okay, so two, so basically two different ones, pretty pretty much. I like that. Mine's kind of a combination of the both in the East. I will say, I think I do agree with Carter. I think it's going to be Philly, even though, you know, Ben Simmons is a guy I don't like. I don't like the way he talks. Yeah. But uh, I, I just think overall they're playing better as a team. And I think that experience of team ball, you know, like Carter said, with the Nets and all. So only, there's only one basketball. And literally, I think when we talked about the James Harden trade, things said James Harden, Durant, and Kyrie were all top ten in isolations and clutch time like the past believe, few years. I believe they were all top three. I believe they were all the top three ISO players. Of would not the be decade. surprised. Would not, would not. Yeah, I would believe it. So, uh, uh, I think the 76ers come out in the East. The, the West, I, I agree with you on Phoenix. I, I saw. I know Chris Paul. I don't. He. I don't think he. He's never been to the finals. He's never been to the finals. I know he went to the Western Conference Finals with Houston a One few time. years ago. One time, but he's also got Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, who I who has been quietly pretty good for them, you know, Absolutely. just compared to those two, hadn't really done much. And he said Mikael Bridges stepping up for him. I I think he, I think that the, they'll be able to get to the finals. So we have Sixers and 
you jazz. pick Jazz, uh, Suns, and Bucks, and uh, Suns, and 76ers. As much as I want to pick the Clippers to win, yeah. Knowing them, they'll probably blow a 3-1 lead to the Suns in the yeah. in the semifinals uh, again, just pretty much. Just, just I, but I just want them to win. I want them to win so bad. Why, why can't they learn? I'm uh, maybe Tyron Luke can maybe this, Tyron. This Luke might be the year. May, maybe so. May, maybe so. He might be the answer. <laughs> maybe so. Or Pacers could make a a great finish, and we could get a Pacers Clippers finals, which is what everyone in America will want to see. Obviously, I doubt that happens. Hey, but. hey, hey! Listen, listen. Pace. Uh, Pacers are on a roll lately. Don't 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 sleep on them. The hero five seed last year went all the way. So. Oh okay, okay, yeah, everything's possible. Yeah, just just to be clear, y'all 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 got lucky in that series against us in the playoffs last year. Y'all got y'all got very lucky, very 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 lucky. Lucky means you don't have anyone that can defend Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo. It's not our fault. T.J. Warren decided to draw fifty in all the bubble games, and once the postseason started, he just went kind of Jimmy Butler downhill. Yeah. So that's uh that's gonna be it for that NBA talk. Uh, is there any? We'll talk. I want to add one more thing before we talk about something specifically with Kyrie to close the show with. Uh, is there any NFL team, Carter? You know, besides your Giants, that you look at that could maybe dethrone Tampa or Kansas City, which I think will probably be next year's Super Bowl again. As pain, as much as it pains me to say, is there any team besides your Giants, besides being biased about it, that yeah. you think can beat beat them? Well, like you said, it pains me to say, but Tampa Bay got. Every single one of their starters back, something no other yeah. Super Bowl winner has done in a long time. And obviously, you don't bet against Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. I see them going back again, too. But one team I really like that's out of the AFC is the Buffalo Bills. Just because uh, I've been a big Josh Allen fan since day Oh, you one. two get along perfectly. This man, this man loves Josh I Allen. I love Josh Allen. <laughs> Not only did I love him uh, in college and watching his film and stuff, I also love him on Madden. This that may have affected my choice, maybe not. But man's got an arm, I'll tell you that. I think Stephon Diggs goes for another uh, great season. Probably, uh, Absolutely. I'm gonna say he leads the league in reception yards. This oh, year. okay, okay. No, uh, I think DeAndre Hopkins is still the best receiver in the NFL. I'll yeah, I agree with that statement. <laughs> with uh, Josh Allen throwing him to him, Stephon Diggs is going to have a great year. And I think the Bills have the best chance of taking down the Chiefs in the playoffs. Okay. And also, don't forget, Stephon Diggs was like standing on the field whenever the Chiefs were getting their, their trophy. So he's he's got that mindset. He's going to remember that. Uh, do you – is yours kind of the same as Carter's, or do you, is there another team you have, Austin? Um, you know, I think that – of course, you know, I agree with that take 100%. I mean, I was all in for the Bills taking down the Chiefs in the playoffs last year. So, I think that, you know, with time and experience, I think it's going to be a good experience for Josh Allen. And I love that Stephon Diggs no longer plays in the NFC North so I can <laughs> be a fan. Because I really like Stephon Diggs, but he was a Viking for so long. Um, but now that he's in Buffalo, I can embrace a little bit of respect for Stephon Diggs, and I really think he's going to be great. He's a great yards-after-catch guy, and he just makes some of the craziest catches. Uh, apologies to the Saints fans listening. <laughs> oh, um, no. Oh, no. But I think, you know, they could give the Chiefs a run for their money, and, you know, it would be nice to see a little rematch between Rodgers and Brady in the NFC. 
I don't know if the Aaron Rodgers could pull it out, but hopefully the Packers go out and get some pieces for Aaron Rodgers in the draft this year. Maybe, or they'll or they'll pick another QB for more, yeah, more motivation. Felipe Franks, Felipe Franks, anybody? Felipe Kellen Mond with a late first round. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I had to pick one team, you know, I think the Bills and Packers make a good choice. But I'm I'm just saying this is a wild card team that I think could potentially make some, especially well if he continues to get better. Uh, I like I like Miami, Miami. I like them a lot. I know Tua struggled a little bit last year, yeah. but that defense looked so good for them last year. Carried them to a ten and six record, mm-hmm. and also he's gonna have uh, Tua is gonna have some more time this offseason, practice with wide receivers, learn the playbook. Maybe they'll have their preseason games actually, and he can learn from that. And no offense, we saw when he's fully healthy and understands the playbook, we saw what he could do at Alabama. Yeah. So. And he most likely gets a receiver in this draft, or Kyle Pitts. Yeah, def- definitely. I would hope that's who they go with. Yeah, so even so, an even better offense. So uh, I'm saying, watch out, watch out for Miami. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and as far as a receiver goes, chances are there's a two out of like five chance that he ends up with a receiver he played college ball with. Yeah, yeah. Devontae Smith, or or did he did he play with Jalen Waddle for a little bit? He did. He did. Okay, I thought he so. He had uh, Smith, Waddle, Ruggs, and Judy. All on the same day. Gosh, I, I hate I hate Bama. Ridley was there his uh, breakout year when he threw the oh, winner in yeah. the national yep. championship. Okay, so um, that's gonna be it for NFL. We have one more thing we want to discuss before we close here, and I'll pass it to Austin Hill for the main talk on that. Oh uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of give my opinions and hear you guys' opinions on Kyrie Irving uh, again sitting out this time, citing Ramadan, uh, Muslim holiday going on right now, where when the sun's out, no uh, no eating. It's fasting. When the sun goes down, you're able to eat. Now, Kyrie Irving, uh, I guess, is using the new diet to sit out. But to me, it's just another reason to sit out. And I feel like this is uh, a problem because if this was, I'll name another Muslim NBA player, Enos Cantor. If Enos Cantor had pulled all the same stunts that Kyrie Irving has pulled this season, he would be fined, suspended, and maybe even kicked out of the league. Like, I, I mean, we're talking saying about you're wrong. You're not yeah, wrong. We're we're talking about violating COVID protocols to go to your sister's birthday party and not tell anybody where you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and now we're talking about Ramadan and sitting out when Enos Cantor played an entire postseason during Ramadan. Yeah. Kenneth Fareed played an entire postseason during Ramadan. Uh. You know, and I just feel like this isn't with the Muslim crowd. I don't think this is going to sit very well. I think this is uh, offensive, in my opinion, to people's tradition because to me, it's again just an excuse. Yeah. Um, like I said, Enos Cantor doesn't sit out, and if it wasn't somebody high profile like Kyrie Irving, I don't think he would be getting away with it. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted you guys' opinions, or if you think this is a much more real situation for Kyrie. Irving. What do you think, Carter? What do you think? I mean, uh, I'm not too informed on the subject. I heard about it the other day, but I agree with most of what he's saying. That uh, The things Kyrie's gotten away with in the past has had a lot of things go on, uh, controversial, especially especially during COVID. And uh, like he said, if it wasn't someone of his caliber of play on the court, this would, I think this would be a much bigger deal, and the NBA would actually go and do something about it. Yeah, uh, I I 100% agree with you both. If this was some random player, like maybe like a bench player on like the Heat or the Bulls or on the Clippers, if it was just a random bench player, 
Al Farouk Aminu, another yeah. Muslim. He exactly. plays for the Chicago exactly. Bulls. Al Farouk Aminu pulled these stunts. Yeah, it yeah. just yeah, but I I 100% agree with you both on that. It just seems like uh, if it was another player, be be a much you know like way bigger deal. Yeah, and I mean even I mean even if we discounted the Muslim factor, if we took out what's happening right now with Ramadan, if we discount, if we just go to, I don't know, even if Kobe White had left the NBA, just disappeared, told nobody where he went, and then went to his sister's birthday party, no mask. Hundreds of people around. Fine, him. easily. Yeah. He's fine, suspended, may not play the rest of the season. Yeah. Mate, that, that's 100% true. Um, so I just think Kyrie Irving's down the way with a lot, and I think this is just another little move to get out of time. Because for whatever reason, he doesn't want to play basketball, but he doesn't want to retire. Yeah. it's uh, I don't understand the guy, but he's playing the best basketball of his career right now. So... When he does play. Yeah, when, when he does play. <laughs> he also looks like he's in the best shape of his life. Maybe it's not eating, but he looks a lot skinnier. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, but with that being said, that's going to be it for this episode. We talked a lot about NFL, NBA, Carter's teams. We talked a little about that with Kyrie. I, again, want to thank Carter for coming on the show. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, is there anything y'all want to close with before I sign off for <laughs> can't think of anything i guess all right follow me on twitter <laughs> yeah you want to you want to hear some great takes about the miami Heat? you want to follow carter on twitter go so yeah go give him a follow and uh, that being said that's going to be it for the episode be ready for next week me and austin he'll have a special mock draft episode coming out i know carter will be listening to hear what the giant what we do with the giants but uh yeah that's going to be it for this episode and we will see y'all next time